and support begins in three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Nurture and Support. I am Mel at Karmic9. And I'm Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. (laughs) No, I like Instagram. I just haven't been on it lately. Yeah, I've been on another social media hiatus for the most part. But um, right. That's not what people are here to listen to. They're here to get cool recommendations. How long have we been doing this? Since 20, since October 2013. Wow. Wow. We were so young back then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doing two recommendations a show. Yeah. Back when we had energy. Yeah, that was another, that was a whole nother lifetime ago. Uh, well, we're in a new year, everybody, and um, while I am not a New Year's resolution kind of person, I have decided I needed to kind of look at more positive things, given the general negative nature of myself and, I don't know, a large part of the world these days. So um, I don't know how I really even stumbled across this, which is the how my life goes these days. I spend a lot of time on YouTube these days and um, listening to different music. So I'm sorry, everybody. I have another music recommendation for you. (laughs) But it's different this time, I swear. There are no cellos. At least I I have not noticed any cellos in this artist's music. Not to say they're probably not there, but um, I haven't noticed them. So, Kelly, have you ever heard of an artist named Trevor Hall? Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't think so. Probably not. Um, he's been around for a very, very, very long time. Uh, he actually got signed, I believe when he was 17, but that deal fell through. So he's been making music since he was a teenager and he's just, he's a really cool person on top of, I really enjoy his music. It's, it's got a very positive feel to it it's very socially conscious which everybody is cringing and groaning now Um, it's not really I wouldn't call it rock though I think he typically gets classified in the singer songwriter category but also in kind of the the alternative um, field but some of his older music is faster tempo and more of what I would call rock but uh, the the newer stuff is a little little more mellow. It's more about listening to actually the lyrics than um, probably dancing around. Though you could dance to it. I'm not a dancer, but Kelly maybe. Oh, big time dancer, huge, massive. What do I do? <laughs> Start the day every day. Yeah. So um, again, the artist name is Trevor Hall. He has a recent album out called The Fruitful Darkness. But I'm really, I'm not going to recommend any particular album because I'm still working through his back catalog, but there, uh, there are songs that I like in basically all of, all of his albums. He's, um, he's a, I, I think he's a Buddhist for the most part. And you can, if you know anything about Buddhism, you, when you listen to the lyrics of his songs, you can really hear where he gets some of his inspiration Um from that and that that may sound like a downer to some of you but I I really I'm going to put some links to his YouTube channel 
And his music is available on Spotify, uh, which is good for a lot of people. But unfortunately, if you're an Amazon Prime member, like I am, a lot of his music... Me too now. Late to the party, but... Yeah, but, you know, now they're the evil empire, so I'm not sure I'm not sure that we're doing good with Amazon Prime, but hey, you can't really, can't really live with it anymore. Yeah, I, did, I didn't pay for it to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you <know> yeah. <laughs> yes, your alter ego is, is very Amazon-esque. So, <laughs> um, if some of you have not explored all of the things that you get with Amazon Prime, you do get some um, access to some free music well free with your prime subscription music on Amazon and you're not having to pay extra for the subscription service like you do with um, with iTunes or some of the other ones even even Spotify if you want to play the song that you want to play in order you want to play it you have to subscribe to their monthly service so anyway unfortunately a lot of his albums aren't on, not all of his albums are up on Amazon, and there are a few of the Prime um, available music that's free with your Prime subscription, but the rest of it you would have to subscribe to. So, however, his latest album, The Fruitful Darkness, is on YouTube for you to stream, or it's also on Spotify for you to stream, so you can listen to it. But, um, Given that we introduce every show with our Twitter handles, I'm sure many of you have noticed that mine is Karmic9. And going along with that, on that album, probably my favorite song on that album is called Karma. And it's um, it's about karma. And it's got some very, very good lyrics in there that, just a second, I'm going to try to pull my thing up, but um, it's probably going to try to play this Okay, so it's um, the part of the chorus is, is you've got me thinking again of all this virtue and sin that's going round and round. And it's just, it's a really meaningful song, but it's catchy too. It's all very positive and you feel good after listening to this album. So I really, you know, I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but I really think that you should give this album a try and give Trevor Hall's music a try. Because I think you'll feel better after after binging on a bunch of his stuff. I think you'll actually feel better. I think it might make you a better person, Kelly. I, I think it might. And if you could get Mike to listen to it, maybe. I don't know. Has it got a bunch of whale hunt songs on it? That kind of stuff. No, no, it's not. It's not new age. Um, All right. I, I I've, I've probably given some recommend recommendations in the past that would be more classified as new age music. This isn't new age music. Um, so unless you're really listening really deep into the lyrics for, you know, when I said it was socially conscious and stuff like that, you're, it's not going to jump out at you unless you're, you're listening to it. It's, it's kind of that music that you listen to and then don't realize that it's actually good until that, that the lyrics are good. What I mean, until after you've listened to the song forever. And then you find that the chorus is sunk into your subconscious and you're like, you know, singing it. Sure cooking or something but a lot of the artists that he tours with they're they're kind of this whole this whole group um you may have heard of Nako Bear and Medicine for the People 
So I've heard oh. of that. I've heard okay. of it. I can't tell you much okay. about it. Yeah. So they all end up kind of at the same festivals and a lot of the, the same the same venues and they have toured in the past together. They've been doing all of this for a long time. Probably, um, I think Medicine for the People got in the news, which is probably where you heard from it. I think they got they got in the news um, around all the Standing Rock stuff, and, um, and and Trevor Hall was involved in all of that. A lot of those artists and kind of the group that they they hang with, Xavier Rood is one of them as well. So any of those names that I'm throwing out there, if you know who they are and you like their stuff and you haven't listened to Trevor Hall, you will like Trevor Hall's music. But um, he's just a really genuine guy. I listened to a podcast the other day where he was giving some of his backstory and he grew up in South Carolina and got um, um, went to California to go to a, a art school for me. I got signed at the age of 17 and uh, he just really he really kind of talks about his life story and how he got to making music like this and and the little journey that brought him there so he's just really a very a very cool guy and his music is is just really positive i don't have any any um i don't have the language to describe it better than that it's positive it's kind of upbeat which is unusual for me <laughs> so um i really enjoy it and i think that all of the rest of you would enjoy it too. I'm actually in the blog post. I'm going to link the first video that I came across him was a song called Still Water. And it was actually a jam in the van. And if um, that's a video series where it's like it sounds, they've got a big van and they do um, not necessarily acoustic sets, but they put artists in this van and they play. And Still Water has a lot of um, heavy percussion in it. And one of the amazing things that first caught me about this video was actually not Trevor, but his percussionist is having to work really, really, really hard in this video. And it was just, it was amazing to watch. So I'm gonna link that one in the blog post because that's kind of where my, my introduction to Trevor Hall came. And it's a really good song. And that actually is my, um, favorite version of that song. I like that song from Jam in the Van better than I like the studio version. Um, so I'm going to link that in the blog post. And I believe, I believe you can download that song for free from Jam in the Van. I'm going to have to try to find that link. And I, if I can find it, I will include it as well, because I think you can get it for free. And free is good. So I got, I got like multiple items here. I got I to gotta go through my checklist here. Okay. One, you are super, super safe. Uh, if there's a chance, uh, if I deeply and thoughtfully listen to something, I might not enjoy it as well. No risk, completely safe, that you're good. Uh, that's not going to be a problem whatsoever. Uh, two, the even the briefest little musical snippet that kind of made its way out of your phone as you went through, mm -hmm. I will, I will remove from the YouTube video because the jackbooted thugs at YouTube one time when Mike and I were reviewing an Alice Cooper album and we needed real quick to cue something up to kind of refresh this. Okay. Yeah. That was a song. It was like two bars of the song. If that, if, if that, and uh, we got slapped with a copyright infringement, <laughs> they took our video down, uh, which was awesome uh, for that. Um, 
and then yeah and then uh last thing and we won't dwell on it but super glad mike's not with us tonight since you said jam in the van about eight times and i don't know i don't think I he know. could have controlled himself it would have it would have he, he would have gone someplace he couldn't, <laughs> yeah. he couldn't have he would have to take my nice positive uplifting recommendation and drag it down <laughs> yes he would but, but that's so so we're glad he's not with us today <laughs> hear our, that mike one, i'm really sorry our one yeah our one loyal listener and we're dissing him shame on us yeah all right yeah so so anyway, check out Trevor Hall. He he's a really cool person, and his music is really cool. And um, that last album of his is I've been listening on repeat for a couple of weeks now, and it's um it's really good. So I really love it, and I want the rest of you to check it out. And it has no cellos in it, y'all. So there, it's different for me. Well, and if you do, as you get through the catalog a little bit more, start to center on. Uh, a favorite album or two and you want to turn Mike and I loose on it for a squat cobbler album review, we'd be, be more than excited to do so, but I'll leave that to you, to your discretion. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm afraid of y'all ripping down things. I like, I told y'all that before. <laughs> we, were, we were pretty, we were, Hey, I thought we were pretty good. With, uh, Mighty Joe. What was it? Mighty Joe moon. Mighty Joe moon. The, we were, the album. That one. Good. Oh, y'all, y'all did good. You liked it, but one of these you won't like. <laughs> and be upset. I work and listen to something and you can't put it up because you're afraid it's going to make me cry because y'all did it so bad. So. All right. Well, think about it because we, we, uh, we just got another viewer recommendation we're going to gonna go through at some point here. But uh, very open. Always always love a Mel suggestion. So, All right. I will move into my recommendation. Uh, probably less uplifting and positive than Mel's, I think, to a degree, but I still think pretty pretty entertaining. Mel, are you familiar with a recent uh, series of Batman comics called The White Knight? No, I haven't even heard of that. So it ended up being, uh, it, the plans were originally for it to be seven issues. It ended up after the first release, the first issue came out and it went over so well and kind of upped the story arc to eight issues. And it was released in 2017 and 18. And so it's all out. You can now get uh, kind of a compendium with them all kind of compiled together at your your Barnes and Nobles or your Amazons or wherever you would like to kind of purchase your types of things for for under fifteen bucks. You can you can buy a, a nice soft copy of of all the editions, and it's a a really interesting uh, Batman arc. So obviously, for you to have full enjoyment, I'm not going to go through too many plot points beyond the fundamental premise, which is to a large degree in this series, the White Knight. Uh, the White Knight saving Gotham is Jack Napier or the Joker's former identity. And so basically in this series, Batman and the Joker switch positions. And so it's a real, it's a real interesting thing how all of that happens and why that happened. And they, they do some other interesting things that I don't think this has been canon before, but they, they kind of, you know, there was, there's been the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad kind of mojo, and then the very early Harley Quinn uh, or court jester kind of kind of look. They do some interesting things to address that, uh, which is kind of cool in the process. But you get all the Batman awesomeness here. You get Harley Quinn, you get the Joker, you get Batman. You get basically the whole rogues gallery, Riddler, Penguin, Clayface, all the uh, uh, Mad Hatter, all the, all the ones in there. So they're all worked in it as well. I had not spent a lot of time with any sort of 
recent or even not so recent DC issues of, of Batman. So I don't know if it only occurred in this series or not, but one super interesting thing I'm going to share that I don't think is too spoilery is they seem to be also interested in, in some levels of continuity uh, with the Batmobile in that featured throughout this, this comic is about every version of the Batmobile. There's the Tim Burton Batmobile. There's the dark Knight Batmobile. There's the, the 1960s campy series Batmobile. They're all, they're all in the Batcave and all available. And so I, was, I just thought that was kind of a really interesting additional That's touch. Cool. But it's a, yeah. it's a really, it's hard to stop. Once you, once you start going through it, it's just you want to kind of keep following the storyline through. It's really well done. Uh, rumor has it there will be a sequel called The Curse of the White Knight that will come out uh, in uh, 2019. But this is really, really good. Uh, I had it recommended to me, and I hadn't had a chance to to really. I wasn't really familiar with it until I went through, but I thought it was fantastic. And for under fifteen bucks, you're going to get some really good entertainment. So it's Batman: The White Knights by Sean Murphy, uh, and it's on DC's Black Label for whatever that means. <laughs> I'm not super familiar with how DC packages things these days, but it's really good. So if you haven't heard about Batman: The White Knight, you should check it out, and it's really fun. I'm I'm a bad comics person, but I don't think I've read any of the Batman ones, and I really don't know why. Hmm. But that sounds cool. Yeah, it, I, so I I guess really enjoyed it. I, I I I'm envisioning that you know <laughs> that Batman was some spoiled rich kid who who did something bad to the Joker, and that's how the Joker well, became you know a good guy. Well, but it actually takes them from their kind of original positioning. So it's not like we're going to redo the backstory, oh. but it's like, it's always Batman and there's a shift. There's things happening to Batman. There's some things that happen to the Joker that cause uh, a, kind of roles a to be reversed. Hmm. And so, some interesting, interesting points. Yeah. Some very interesting points made uh, in the, in the comic, but I won't, uh, you'll get to them when you get to them when you read it. It's good. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because I'm I'm not familiar. I, I think I've read a couple issues of some of the Suicide Squad stuff, but I haven't. I'm not familiar with any of the Batman stuff. I don't know that I've read any DC really all the way through any DC series. So this is my first deep dive, and it was great. I really enjoyed it. Huh, that's cool. Well, I've uh, speaking of comics, I just want to throw one other thing out. I'm not sure when we're putting this episode up, but there is a humble bundle up right now for the entire series of Deadly Class for any of our listeners who want to go get that whole series for I think fifteen dollars is the top tier, and you get all of them. Um, brings you up current on the Deadly Class. That's an Image Comics one. That there is a show on Sci-Fi that's going to be coming out I think January sixteenth. So you got, but that humble bundle they're time sensitive. I think it runs for another two weeks or something. So. Anyway, yeah. If uh, if scheduling gods permit, you know, there's there's a really good chance if you can get get the the edit done, this is this be a good episode to come out Friday or Saturday this week. So it could yeah. that news could hit people uh, yeah. now, which would be a good reason for me to do an additional plug, which is if you have a, a cable network uh, or if you have any sort of way, whether it's streaming or cable or whatever, and you get the Food Network, our good friend Alice Allison Victoria, uh, Allison Wolf. Uh, is one of the worst cooks in America. So, oh, really? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I didn't know that. I haven't been online enough to know, have seen that. That's cool. Well, good for yep. her. Yep. Uh, she's now, you know, so Allison was a, was an actress. She was in Swamp Shark. 
and she joined us, uh, I think, on Snarkalic Radio back in the day. Yeah. Uh, as super, super nice person. Uh, and so she's been always been great with us. And then as time went by, she had a couple kids, and she's kind of at this point become more of a stay-at-home mom. And that's kind of what her occupation is listed as in in uh, Worst Cooks in America. And uh, so uh, it was uh, it was fun to see, funny to see it because it was it was definitely Allison. She's just just bubbly and funny and big smile on her face all the time. She's tweeting up a storm about it uh, on her account to kind of let you know. And um, the uh, first the first episode. So she's she's still there. She didn't get cut. Uh, and she she did re- share information such as um, being a new mom. One time she was making omelets and and she decided to use breast milk in the omelets. So there was that. Oh my God. <laughs> that that did not that that has freaked a lot of people out. Yes. Like, but the kids liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and on the first, so this will be this this weekend will be the second episode of it. Uh, first episode was she was making a kind of her signature dish. She was also wanting to make ice cream, which somehow involved a, a plastic bag, ice, salt, sugar, uh, and a lot of shaking in the bag. And it was in, in theory it was supposed to make ice cream. It, I don't know if it really turned out exactly great, but that's that's why she's on the show. But she's she's great and she's on it and she's really engaging in Twitter on it. So you should if you. That's a show you like at all or have an interest in, check check it in and root on our good friend Allison. Yeah, I've seen a couple of commercials for that, but I, I will have to check it out since she's on there. She is yep. she is like one of the sweetest people, y'all. <laughs> I, I I haven't been on Twitter, but she I I know I follow her on Instagram. My my followers who I follow on Instagram is much smaller than who I follow on Twitter. So I know I always came across her stuff on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, dive so. back into Instagram and you'll get a good dose of uh screenshots from the show and and uh and her yeah. kind of she's buddied up not surprisingly she's kind of getting on very well with her fellow cooks and they're kind of uh supporting each other back and forth and all that so it's pretty cool yeah all right cool. so we we were able to connect with allison through social media back in the swamp sharks days so it's probably a nice lead into social media recommendations i have one for this week i don't know if you do mel no no yeah. not this week okay I I have firmly believe that you will be adding this to your Twitter timeline uh, the next time you happen to be on Twitter. <laughs> and the name I, of the account. On Twitter, I've been easing back into it a little bit, so I, I I make brief appearances. I am going to like you know have to stop to go murder a cat because she okay. will not shut up. So I apologize, everyone. <laughs> go ahead, Kelly. She's not going to stop. Okay, not a problem. So my recommendation for this week, which the cat's a big fan of, uh, is uh, infinite at infinite underscore scream, infinite scream. the The Twitter account is endless screaming, and uh, allow me to read the uh, the last the last three tweets, which were done two minutes ago, twelve minutes ago, and twenty two minutes ago. Ah, ah, and. Ah, yes. And I have found it actually very helpful for that to pop up into my timeline uh-huh. uh, and retweet it, and it gets likes and all those types yes. of things. Yes, um, I, I actually I already follow them. <laughs> yeah, it. I had. I don't recall where I came across it, but um, yeah. but I'm glad I did because <laughs> it is. It's, it's a handy one. 
it's cathartic. Yes. It's cathartic. See the little, the little picture. I can't. What the the avatar is the avatar still the the scream. The scream avatar. It it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's cathartic to see someone else screaming when you'd like to. So it's helpful. It's a good recommendation. Everybody should go follow that account. Yeah. It's got to uh, 46,000 followers. So that's pretty impressive, but definitely yeah. worth following. So, all right. Absolutely. Yep. So that's all I have for this week. I think we got a couple recommendations in the social media recommendation, a plug for, for Allison. All's good. And we picked on Mike. I think that's a show. We, we picked on Mike and a screaming cat. So that that'll do us for this week. Our, our work here is done. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. You can contact us on our website nurtureandsupport.net or email us at nurtandsup at gmail.com. That's N-U-R-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-P at gmail.com or tweet us at nurtandsup on Twitter. You can also catch Nurture and Support on YouTube. Just search Nurture and Support or Kelly Tool. Nurturing and supporting Terminator.